The last thing we were talking about was what makes a hadas kosher or not. And we said it has to look like a braid going up the stem and covering the stem. And we said if the majority of the the leaves are going around the base fall off, it's kosher if it still looks like a braid. And we said, how's that possible? And Abaye explained, we're talking about an Egyptian hadas that has seven leaves going around the base. So four fall off, you still have three and it still looks like a braid. And with that, we are starting Lamed Gimel Amud Aleph. Two lines in, last word on the line where it says Amar Abaye. And Amar Abaye, Shema Mina. What did we learn from that Egyptian Hadas Braita? That Hai Asa Mitzra'ah Kasher Lehoshana. I'm allowed to use that Egyptian Hadas for the Mitzvah of Lulav. Gemara says, Pshita, why not? So Gemara explains, Ma'odetema, I would have thought, Ho'il ve'it le'shem levai. Since it has an extra name with it, a nickname with it, it's not called Hadas, it's called the Egyptian Hadas. Lo mitkasher, maybe it's not kosher. Kamash Ma'alan, that it is kosher. Why don't we say that it's not kosher? At the end of the day, we'll say that it has an extra name. The Gemara says, no. It has to be a braid-like looking tree. And doesn't make a difference what it is. If the majority of the leaves dried up, and you still have three moist branches and in each branch going around you have three moist leaves then it's kasher that's the way she explains the rosh explains it almost like that they have to be at the top of each stem but if they were in the middle it wouldn't be kosher because it's not hadar it still has to look beautiful we learned in the Mishnah, Niktam Rosho, if the head of the Hadas was cut off, it became Pasul. And Tani, Ula Bar Hinena, Ula Bar Hinena told us, Niktam Rosho Ve'alta Bo Temara. If the head of the Hadas got cut off and all of a sudden a golna type of berry grew on top of it, it's Kasher. And by Rabbi Ramiya, I was known to ask very interesting questions. This was one of them. If the head of the Hadas was cut off, was severed, and this berry grew on Yom Tov after it was already tied up. What's the halacha? Rashi brings the famous example. Do we say it's like a korban? Once it was pushed, it was pushed or not? Yes, mitzvot Does other mitzvot once they get pushed, once they're no good, is it no good, or does it have a chance of coming back and being good? So the Gemara brings the famous Mishnah. Why don't you try to get an answer at least from Mehaditan from the following Mishnah? Kisau venitgala. If a person covered the blood of a bird or a wild animal after shaita. And then wind came and blew off the dirt and the blood is uncovered again. I don't have to cover it again. Once is enough. However, if the wind covered it the first time around and then it uh, uncovered it, you have to cover it again. This is Davka. If it was uncovered, but if it wasn't uncovered, I don't have to cover it. We asked the question. When it was uncovered, why do I have to cover it? 
You should say once it was pushed, once the mitzvah was done, the mitzvah was done, or once the mitzvah is not possible because it's already covered, it's not covered. That's it. You don't have to do it anymore. And the mitzvot. Mitzvot don't get pushed away. And you have to say the same thing, the Gabe Korban, that when it was no good, it's no good. Now then it became good, it could be good. And you could say the same thing by Rabbi Yirmiyah, that if the gold nut berry grew on Yom Tov, then you, it's, it's a Kasher Hadas. But the Gemara pushes away. No, maybe it's different. The Rav Papa Gufami Bayadeh. What Rav Papa answered is the, is, is the question that we're dealing with. Is it Mifshat Pashit Mizot? Is he saying what he's saying because it's Pashut that Mitzvot don't kept pushed away? Whether we're trying to be lenient and, like, for example, like the kiss of the Hadas, we're trying to make it kosher or we're trying to be Mahmir and say that you have to cover the blood again. Or Dilma, or maybe We still don't know if there is a Dihui, if Mitzvot get pushed away or not. And therefore, lechumra amrinan. And therefore, we're going to be mahmir and tell you you have to cover the blood if it was uncovered. However, lekula lo amrinan to tell you that the sadas is kosher. We're not going to say so. Meaning, even with Rav Papa, we still have no answer, and the and we stay with a teko. Teko means we have no answer. Eliyahu will give us an answer. Nigman asks another question. Maybe the, the question if if mitzvot get pushed away once they're no good and they'll never be good again or not. It's a machlokitanaim. We learned in the Brayta, Avar Veliktan Pasul, A person had a lot of berries. Majority of the hadas is full of berries, and it's no good. And he started plucking those berries off on Yom Tov. Rebil Azar Berbit Sadok says it's no good. Everyone agrees with Rabbi Lazar Everyone agrees Lulav and Sarich Eged. Lulav does not need to be tied. So there is no problem with it was already done ta'asev lomin asui. It means you fixed it after it was already done. Everyone agrees that it doesn't need to be tied. Ve'im timse lomar tsarich eged. And if you hold that lulav needs to be tied, lo yalfinan lulav mesuka. We don't learn lulav from suka. They don't have the same dinim. Dichtiv ba by sukot. It says ta'asev, and we know the famous say uh, what we learned the entire parak, first and second parak. For example, you can't uh, connect a tree to the schach and then cut it. It has to first be cut off and then put on. Uh, so we're saying that lulav and sukkah don't have the same dinim. And my love, isn't this the mahlokah? Demand the pasil savar according to Rebil Hazar Bibitzadokus Pasil. He holds, Aminan Yeshdi Huit Sal Mitzvot, that mitzvot, once they're pushed, they're pushed. Since the beginning of Yom Tov, it was no good. It was tied and everything it was no good. It's no good. And according to Hachamim who are Makshir, they don't hold that mitzvot get pushed away. Isn't that their mahlokah? The grant says, Lo. no, that's not their mahlokit. Everyone agrees that mitzvot don't get pushed away. Over here, the question is, do we learn lulav from sukkah or not? Do we uh, say that the same rules of ta'asev, apply to the mitzvot of the arba minim also or not? That's their mahlokit. More sabar bil azab, bebit sadok, who was oser, 
He says Yalfina Lulav and Sukkah. Lulav and Sukkah have the same dinim. It has to be done uh, kosher. Means if it was already done and it was pasul, and then you want to make it kosher, it's no good. Omor Savan Chachamim Hod Lo Yalfina Lulav and Sukkah. They don't have the same dinim. And if it was done and not kosher, and then you took off the berries, it would be kosher. Or you could say the Mahlokit is a little bit different. If the Tanaim hold that the Lulav needs to be tied, then everyone agrees that you, the Lulav and Sukkah both have the same rules of Ta'asev, fine. So what's the Mahlokit? If the Lulav needs to be tied or not, the Lulav does not need to be tied. And that's why it's not considered as if the, the mitzvah was done once you tied it. It's not ready for the mitzvah. And therefore, if you plucked the, 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 the berries on Yom Tov, you didn't do something that was Asur. And Rabbi Al-Azhar says, the love needs to be tied. And therefore, once you tied it, it was already done. The mitzvah was already done too late. And now you can't pluck those uh, berries on Yom Tov. And they have the same mahloket. The following Tanim, Tanya Lulav. Ben Agud, Ben Sheno Agud Kasher. Tanakama holds that Alulav, whether it's tied or not, it's Kasher. And Abiyuda Omer, and he argues and says, Agud Kasher, and no Agud Pasul. If it's tied, Kasher, not tied, Pasul. My Tamad Abiyuda. And what's Abiyuda's reason? That it needs to be tied. Yalif, like Yahalik Yaham, me Agud at Ezov. Ketivachal, the year it says, Ukahtem lachem beomarishon, that's a Lekiha. Taking uktivatam over there by the blood on the mezuzot by Mitzrayim akadecharot ukahtem agudat ezov and there's a gzashava malehalan aguda the same way by Mitzrayim it was a hyssop plant that you had to tie it together afkan same thing by lulav by aguda you have to tie it the rabbanan that the whole kihalakihan hachamim did not learn this gzashava so the gemara asks man tana lehadetan rabbanan who is the tana who taught the following lulav mitzvah leogdo there's a mitzvah to tie the lulav. Ve'im lagado kasher. If you didn't tie it, it's kasher. Mani irbihuda. If it's irbihuda, you have a problem. Kilo lagado amai kasher. If you didn't tie it, why is it kasher? Ve'ira banan. My mitzvah kavid. What's the mitzvah that you're doing by tying it? You don't hold. You have to do it. They didn't learn the gizra shava. So le'olam the gemara answers rabanan. No, it is rabanan. And umitzvah mishum zeli vanvel. There is a mitzvah of making the mitzvah beautiful, and the way you make the mitzvah beautiful is by tying it together. Now we learned in the Mishnah, if the berries were more than the, the leaves of the Hadas, it's Pasul. This, our great Rabbi Rav said this, and Hashem should be in his help. And which Rav said, This is Dafka, if the, there's a lot of berries in one place. But if it's two, three places on that stem, then it's kasher, even if it's more than the leaves. And Amale Rava and Rava said, it doesn't make sense to say that this is kosher because let's say you have these berries in Shnaim Ushlosham Komot in two, three places all over the house. And if they were different colors, we would say Havem and Umar. It's like a leopard, Opasul, and it's Pasul. So the two, three places on the stem doesn't work. If Rav Hasda said something in the name of Rav, this is the way he said it. If there's more berries than leaves, Pasul. Our great Rabbi Rav said something, and Hashem should be in his help. If the berries were black, 
Aval if the berries are still green or yellow, mine de hadas. So that's part of the hadas. Vikasher, and that would be kasher. It's not considered a leopard. And the man of papa adumot if they were red berries, they're like black and they're pasul. When it comes to damnida, black blood is really red. It just it got ruined and it became black. We learned in the Mishnah if you if you took off those berries, kasher. We're asking, when did you take off these berries? If it's before you tied them, pshita, of course, the hadas is kasher, and you did everything kasher. What's the problem? Rather, you took off those berries after you already tied them up. But if that's the case, then it's it was pushed already from the beginning, from before Yom Tov. And if that's the case, if you're saying it's kasher, and you could say something that was pushed from before is not considered pushed. You could answer the question we've been dealing with a long time, the Gabe Korbanot, other mitzvot. So the command says, no. You took off those berries after you tied them, and but it's still before Yom Tov. And this Tana holds that tying the Lulav is just preparing it for the mitzvah. And preparing to do a mitzvah is really nothing. And therefore, you can't call it uh, any real action. And therefore, if it was no good from before and then you took it off, it, it's kasher. And again, Tosfot reminds us this is going according to the one who holds that love does not need to be tied. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, you don't take off those berries on Yom Tov. If you did take them off on Yom Tov, my, what would be the halakha? It sounds like kasher. And this is even though you plucked those berries even after it was tied. So now, remember, these berries have to be black, otherwise there's no problem. So the Ashkor Emat, when did these black berries become black? If you want to tell me they became black from Erev Yom Tov, then it was pushed already from before Yom Tov. And if that's the case, you could always say that something that was pushed and it's not away from its value, you could bring it back and make it kosher. It's not considered pushed completely. And that would, uh, that would answer a lot of questions. But since you're not bringing this as a proof, you have to say they became black on Yom Tov itself. And when you put everything together, the hadas was good. Now it's not good. And it became nir'ah v'nidhahu. It's something that was ra'ui. And then it became not ra'ui. And shma'a mina nir'ah v'nidhahu v'nir'ah. Something that was good, then was pushed away. You could bring it back to make it good again. The Quran says, lo, that's not what we're talking about. Le'olam dashur ma'ikara. No, we're going to say these berries were black already from before Yom Tov. And and something that was originally pushed is not pushed forever. You could learn from our Mishnah, from the fact that Yom Tov came in, these berries were all over the place, and you plucked them, it's considered okay. However, but the sugya of something that was good, then became bad, then went back to being good, don't learn from our Mishnah. And uh, Rashi explains it's so much easier to learn the hoi me'aikara luhavi the hoi 
that it's easier to learn that it's just like saying a korban that was too young and now it became uh, old enough to be given so that, that it just makes sense to learn that however something that was good and then it became pasul and then went back is a little bit harder to put together a heter like that so don't learn they don't want to learn that now, Tanur Abanan, En Mimatin Beom Tov, we don't take those berries off on Yom Tov, Mishum Rebili Aizer Bishimon Amru, Mimatin, we do take it off. And the Gemara asks Tanur Rebili Aizer, at the end of the day, Kamitakin Manabi Yom Tov, you're fixing, you're making it a kosher keli, you're making it now able to do a mitzvah, and you can't do that on Yom Tov. So, Amar Abashe, Kegonche Lekatan Lachila. No, we're talking about a situation where you took off those berries, you were interested in eating it. Something that you didn't have kavana for, you're allowed to do it. And therefore, since you were planning on eating them, and then you'll suddenly realize, hey, you know what, I want to use this for uh, my uh, lulav, then it's kasher. Now, the Gemara asks, They both said, even even Shimon, he admits that when you're going to do an action that will automatically be done as a result, even Rabbi Shimon will agree that you're not allowed to do this. And same thing over here. I understand you're plucking them to eat, but at the end of the day, you're metaken this, uh, this hadas to make it a kosher uh, hadas for lulav. So my answer is, what are we dealing with over here? Over here, you have a different hadas for your love, and you plucked the berries off of the other one, and then you realize, hey, you know what? I want to use this for hadas. In that type of case, it would be mutar. And Tosfor explains a little bit differently than Rashi. He explains that since you don't need this hadas, therefore it's not a, it's a melacha that you don't need to do for the reason of doing this mitzvah, I didn't pluck it off for the sake of making a hadas for lulav. And although the melacha is being done anyways, but since it's a melacha she'ena it's allowed in a, in the case of a mitzvah, like over here. So over here, you plucked off these berries, and then all of a sudden you decided to use them now for a lulav, it would be mutar because it's you're using it for mitzvah. Tanura Banan is another deen with tying the lulav. Hutar Agadobi Yom Tov. If the the tie that you tied around the lulav was untied on Yom Tov, Ogdok Agudashal Yarak. You tie it like the way you tie bundles of greens of vegetables. It means you don't make a knot, rather wrap it around and just tuck in the ends into the rope. The Amai, the Gemara says, why do you have to do it that way? Le'an Vemi'ana, don't you bow it? So the Gemara explains, Ha mani, who is this bright? I like Rabbi Huda. He is like Rabbi Huda. The Amar Aniva Keshira Me'alitahi. He holds that a bow is a real tie, and it's making a Keshira on Yom Tov, which is Asur. So the Gemara says, I Rabbi Huda. If it's Rabbi Huda, then Eged Me'alitabai. Then he holds you need a real tie. He holds that love Tzarich Eged. So the Gemara explains, no. This tana of the Baita holds like a on one hand that a bow is like a double knot, which is Keshira on Shabbat, and it's Asur. However, he argues with him on another halacha, which is that the lulav needs to be tied. It only needs to be tied. They will make the mitzvah beautiful. Okay, next Mishnah, we're up to now Aravot.
Now, Rashi explains that the reason we have four separate Mishnayot for the Etrog, Lulav, the Hadassim, the Aravot, is because in each one there's something that the other one doesn't have. By Lulav, we saw Tzine Harbazel. By Hadas, we saw the one with a lot of berries. By Aravot, we're going to see the Tziftzefa. And by Etrog, we're going to see the Orla, Truma, which doesn't apply to the other. Each one has something that doesn't apply to the other. So now, Arava, Gezula, Bivesha, and Arava that is stolen and is dry, is Pesula, Shel Ashera, Bishalani, Dahat, and Avodazara tree, a city that the Avodazara is supposed to be burnt, it's Pasul, it's like not there. Niktam Rosha, if the head of it was cut off, Nifretsu, Aleha, if the leaves were separated from it, and the, the Rosh explains it's Pasul because it's not Hadar, there's a certain Hadar that Arava needs. Vihatsafsafa, which is a similar species but not an Arava, that's Pesula. We'll learn that its leaves are roundish. Kemusha, if the Araba is semi-dry, or some of the leaves fell down, or if it's an Araba from an area that is watered by rain and not by a river, it's supposed to be Avenahal, and if it's in a different area, not by the river, it's still Keshera. And the Gemara starts with the term Avenahal. Tanura banan, Arven Nahal, what's Nahal? Agdelin ala Nahal, they grow by the river. Dabaraher, Arven Nahal, Shale Shelama Shuchka Nahal, that the leaf is long like a river and not round like the Tiftsefa that we're going to be talking about. Tanya Idak, we have another Baita, Arven Nahal, Enli El Arven Nahal, maybe Dafka, the Aravot that grow by the river. Shelbal, if it's a field watered by rain, Vishel Harim, or if it's by the mountains, Minayin, how do I know that it's kosher? Tamud Lomar, Arve. It says Arve means the different types of Aravot. However, Nahal Mikol Makom, it says Nahal, it has to look like this Arava. If it looks like a totally different Arava, it's not kosher. So, meaning the same species is okay no matter where it comes from. However, it has to be that species. And Abba Shaul Omer, the reason it says Arve, we're talking about Shtaim, we're talking about two different types of Aravot. Ahat, one for the mitzvah of lulav, the hat lamigdasha. One because we're going to surround the mizbeach with the aravot, or we put them on each corner uh, during the holiday of Sukkot, and that's why we need arve as two. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.